Yeah, the fucking girls. Those enchiladas were fantastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can do nothing better than to compliment me on my food. Honestly, they were like fucking proper delicious. <sighs> how high pitch can you go? Oh, wow. Wait, how high can I? Nah. <laughs> it's uh, because I have uh, <laughs> vocal training. <laughs> Because I've had a vocal training. Somebody did. You're disgusting. For the HSA. And it was me. Yeah, right. All right. Crack on, mate. What? Crack on with what? You told me before that you had an intro for this. Are you lying no, to me? No, I have an intro for the story, not for the entire fucking podcast. <sighs> I mean, okay, here's the intro. I'm CJ. That's Skylar. Welcome to the Prince Street Review. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Prince Street Review. Welcome to the fucking Prince Street Review. Hey, I no hope, swearing. We established this. I hope we established nothing. A couple of podcasts ago. We hope that you are cu- snuggly. We <laughs> hope that you are comfy. We hope that you're spooning someone. Maybe, I don't know. Or even just yourself. Even just yourself. Oh, my God. Hold yourself. Hold yourself. <gasps> hold yourself. If somebody is next to you, push them off. <laughs> hold yourself. And hold yourself. <laughs> Do it instead. Trust me. It'll oh my feel god! Better. Do you know what we should do? We what should, should we uh, no, on our next podcast, we should do it while spooning. <gasps> I feel like that would be really intimate. The sound we should would be a bit hard to be all breathing. I reckon <laughs> <laughs> that was lots creepy. Of breathing. So, <laughs> lots of breathing. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, no, please I was, continue. No, all I was going to say was yes, ma'am. It's been quite the week. I think that we can both safely say yeah it's mean she's an intense one mate mm. it's a lot going on life and such <laughs> and when things like that tend to happen i think a good way to put things into perspective is to talk shit is to get outside of even our own earth <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good getaway mate really really good one I like it to get perspective we must reach for <laughs> the stars, the interstellar beings. You could have just who said control us, <laughs> okay, and the government. So, <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you have an idea of what uh, we're doing today, mate? I have no idea what you're talking about, but I thought you could have easily just gone with something like "reach for the stars," but it's clearly so not. So we're going to be talking about aliens. But today you we're reckon- starting. Wait, so- I'm sorry. I've never heard with of the extraterrestrials. Yeah, but like I've never heard of anyone saying that aliens control us in the government, or maybe <gasps> my head has what? been buried in the sand you for 21 years. Not gone as deep as I have on some conspiracy forums. I think you need to calm down with the conspiracy theories because it's getting to nah. be a problem. Nah, what CJ? problem? Show me. Where's the problem? CJ, show me a tangible evidence of there being a problem. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, whatever. You know what? Whatever. You do you. We'll do a conspiracy theory. But we need to discuss this It's later. not a conspiracy. I mean, I mean, okay. It is. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <That was laughs> aggressive. Really shit. aggressive. I'm sorry. That was really it aggressive. Is. Okay. <laughs> so check yourself. It is. Because trust. <laughs> it fuck it is. <laughs> it fuck it is. Okay. Sorry. Yes. No, that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So yep. we're talking about. I, like, I've started doing this thing where I'm like... So I'm just going to drink my tea real quick. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think you're going to be like, no, you do you, but no. No. I'm, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? What um, was I going to say? What was I going to say? Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, I've, got, I've started this thing where I'm like, okay, well, we haven't reached the end of the cycle yet. What but are you talking each about? Each week is going to be like a different kind of theme, right? I like how so we started off with weird historyness. I like how we're really developing this as we go along. There's I think it's pretty good. No set plan. Last week's episode was pretty good. I thought that was fan flabbertastic. It was fucking funny. Yeah. It was good. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Oh, Sims 4 is ready to play, according to my <laughs> You're 20. Did I ask? Well, you're nearly 23, right? You're nearly 23 and you still you're play the Sims. You're about to make a judgmental Sims. statement about The Sims. No comment. Uh-huh. The so, Sims is great and it's great, especially for a year like this year, where a little bit of escapism and setting imaginary beings on fire 
It's like Oh my god, I actually love it when um my baby gets set on fire. I think that's hilarious. I don't think you can set a baby on fire. You can totally set the baby on fire. <laughs> that- <laughs> we play Sims differently. <laughs> <laughs> oh you can you can set a baby on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the really intense eye contact is um really adding to the edge of that statement. <laughs> So we need to like edit that out. Or? No, what? Set a sim baby on fire. You're fine. What's yeah, offensive you think, about that? You think it's funny to set babies on fire? <laughs> <laughs> like someone's gonna get offended by that. You Nobody know? got offended by me saying I wanted to fuck Trump last week. Also, oh, yeah. I would like to fully apologize. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Oh, I'd like to formally apologize. Um, I don't actually want to fuck you. I am curious, but <laughs> I'm curious in the sense that I would like send someone else to do it and then report yeah. back to me. But that's a lie because you said that you yourself wanted to experience that. So I did last <sighs> week. As I said, this week has been, so been life changing um, in many ways. And this week's Caroline. Now that my life is now that my life is crumbling around <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Life has officially gone to shit. I no longer want to fuck Trump because it's the little things you can control. <laughs> that show you as a better human. And anyway, I'd like to formally apologize for that statement um, to anybody that it offended. I'm with you. It offended me too, as it came out of my mouth. So woohoo! All right. Anyway, so back to aliens. Shall we, we jump into this? We, we haven't done an alien episode yet. So we really can't time. like stay on topic. It's actually pathetic. It's okay. We're easing people into it. It do be like that, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, aliens. Aliens. Mm. In the annals... What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Of UFO history, there are a few names mm. that hold the weight and recognition of that of the Roswell UFO incident. I have... Brown, brown, brown. We should really, like, try and incorporate sound effects. Also... I have never heard of that. Really? For realsies, for real. Sometimes you really disappoint me. How? Deemed both Whatever. the most widely witnessed and mm. most widely debunked of all UFO experiences, it has sparked great debate both within the ufology or, as I like to call it, ufology <laughs> community and within the general populace right up until today. 80 years after the events occurred. I do like a bit of ethology. Ethology. Also, I will make a statement just in case there's any crossover that is taken from the last podcast on the left. Um, There is an ufologist on that podcast. Lovely podcast. Would recommend. Um, And he calls it ufology. And I thought it was fucking funny. And so I took it. But we are better than that podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, fucking duh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, right. so what happened? Yes, I don't know. Did a weather balloon crash land in a storm? Or did we have one of our closest encounters of the third kind? That was really ominous. I liked Thank it. you. Yeah, you really nailed that, mate. Thank you very much. How are you feeling about it? Uh, I'm feeling um, nervous. Really? Is that the effect you anticipatory? Want? Yeah. Is that a word? I don't know. Could be. Make it up anyway. I reckon we should. Scrum diddly umptious. Scrum diddly umptious. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> so, our story begins in July 1947. Sorry, can I just quickly cut you off? Why is there a $1 Vinnie's sticker on your mug? Because. <laughs> you could have at least taken that off. I moved out at the ripe old age of 22. Yeah, right? but you could have at least Find taken that off. another 22 year old who's moved out and has been able to afford more than a $1 mug from Vinnie's. Me. And wasn't born into a rich family. I don't have a rich family. And doesn't have a... Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I said... <laughs> I, sh- I said absolutely nothing. Stop tearing into the sticker. <laughs> Otherwise, I will say something. And that's a threat. <laughs> and carry on. Alrighty. That's what I fucking thought. Okay. So, sorry. Our story begins in July 1947. Oh, yeah. At the dawn of the Cold War, Mm. when an object crashed near Roswell, New Mexico. So Roswell is a place. Yes, I know. (laughs) Well, I don't know. 
He said, I've never heard of that. Oh, I've never heard so, of the incident, mate. <laughs> the owner of J.B. Foster Ranch, named William Brazel, noticed clusters of debris approximately 50 kilometres north of Roswell in early July. He told the Roswell Daily Recorder that he and his son saw a large area of bright wreckage made up of rubber strips, tinfoil, a rather tough paper, and sticks. They took no notice of it at the time, but did later return with Brazel's wife to collect the materials. It was only when Brazel heard reports of flying discs, which had appeared in the national press that summer, that he wondered if that was maybe what he had picked up and reported it to the local sheriff, Sheriff Wilcox. Wilcox, you dirty dog. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's going to handle the fucking situation. Yeah, Wilcox. He sounds Wilcox. like a bloke that'll handle situations. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nah, fuck your apartment, hey. <laughs> no. Oh, my God, See, why? Dude, are you doing that? That's not no, even funny. no, no, no. I'm literally recording. <laughs> dude, is Steph doing something? She must be. She must be. She has to be. If she's not. Steph. Oh, my God, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, no. Um, Just for context, dear listener, TV just turned on by itself. Um, And it's now playing Netflix. And it's now apparently. playing Netflix. So oh, I don't like that. We're going to ignore the problem and we're going to keep on going because we're not watching a horror movie tonight after that. Oh, shit. no, we absolutely are. No, we're not. Oh, we absolutely no. are. Absolutely. Anyway, back to where. Sorry. Yes. Okay. So oh. Wilcox called RAF, otherwise known as the Royal American Air Force. Yep. Um, Major Jesse Marcel, who then brought Lieutenant Colonel Sheridan Cabot and Master Sergeant or Sergeant Bill Rickett to the ranch where they collected more pieces of the debris. Mm-hmm. On July 8th, 1947, the RAF... The, well, good job, Caroline. RAF. The Royal American Air Force issued a press release stating that personnel had recovered a flying disc, which had crashed on a ranch near Roswell, which obviously sent the press into a frenzy. Mm-hmm. So the military at this point is admitting to the fact that they had found a flying disc. A wee disc. Like a flying saucer. The military so are, is admitting that. What are your thoughts on flying saucers? Like, are you about them? You think they're for realsies? Or? <laughs> Am I about them? Yeah. Well, like, you know, as long as they're not hurting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all inclusive here, guys. Um, Do I believe in them? Yeah. Look, I'm like, very much someone who's a believer when I see things with my own eyes. Um, I do believe in aliens. Flying saucers specifically, I don't know. doesn't seem like the most aerodynamic shape. Could be wrong, though. I mean, what who we am know? I? I'm not an engineer. But um, <laughs> answer to that question, aliens, probably real. I, I think would for say sh- almost definitely. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But flying saucers and whether or not the, like, you know, the alien encounters that our planet has had or been reported are real, don't know. But definitely aliens. Yeah. Okay, delicious. Let's, cool. let's What's keep. your perspective? I think that a lot of things happen in this world that we just can't explain and we don't know fuck all. Intriguing. We know nothing. We know nothing, right? Intriguing. So what do we know? I totally think that there are little people or, I don't know, um, Smurfs, whatever. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Smurfs are communists, so be careful. <laughs> Fucking filthy commies. I don't know. I think there are totally <laughs> Joking, aliens. I don't want to offend any of the communists. If you are communist, I accept you as you are. It does not change who you are as a person. And unless you stabity-stab someone, we'll be okay. Yeah, delicious. Or rapity-rape someone. This is getting very specific. I mean, look, I'm just trying to avoid a recurrence of last week when nobody had backlash, but I know it's going to come if we ever blow up. <laughs> I feel like someone's got to isolate that audio. Do you remember that one time like, CJ... She's a Trump re- lover. Do you remember that one <laughs> CJ said she wanted to fuck Trump? Look, it was a hard day in our lives. Back to what I was saying before. About the aliens and the sources. Uh Yeah, disky boys, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Alien boys, I think so. Mm-hmm. Fair you enough. Know, but what do I know? That's the what thing. What do I know? I'm just a We're girl. We're not expert. What do I know? You're just a woman. I'm just a woman. And really, you should stay <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> And maybe then everything would just be a little bit better. <laughs> it's the small things that we can control. Maybe, maybe you can learn to cook. I taught you how to cook. That's what I mean. I'm still not very good though. Yeah, but you're okay. God, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Okay. Um. So, so as I said, the military is saying, stating that a flying disc was 
Yes. Was crashed and taken. So a message sent to the FBI quoted a major stating that the disc is hexagonal in shape and was suspended from a balloon by a cable. The message also stated that the object found resembled a high altitude weather balloon with a radar reflector. So the object was flown to Fort Worth Military Airfield, where it was confirmed by Warrant Officer Irving Newton that the object was indeed a weather balloon. And they released an image of Major Jesse Marcel posing with pieces of the supposed weather balloon debris as proof. Remember Jesse Marcel because he is going to be important. Okay. So who was Jesse? What did he do? Sorry. What did this little fella do? They took a picture of him holding the weather balloon as proof that it was a weather balloon. Yeah, but like, who is he? He's a major in the army. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry, absolutely. No, that's fine. That, but... um, so essentially what's just happened is at first they said flying saucer, then they flip-flopped and said weather balloon. So in any situation, if, you, if something like that happens... How do you go from flying saucer to weather, weather balloon? People are going to start questioning and being like, you're trying to cover up the fact that there was a flying saucer. Does that make sense? Because like when... Okay, what I think... Like, number one, right? When you hear... When you, when you hear little hoofy noises, you think horses, not zebras. They've gone straight to zebras, mate. Do you That's know what I mean? That's quite a good analogy. Thank you. They've gone straight to zebras and then gone, oh, yeah, nah, horse. Yeah. And then people are going to be like, yeah, nah, zebras. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good job, Skylar. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> You've surprised me. <laughs> Vaguely intelligent comment. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh. I just sit here. I just sit here and grunt mostly. <laughs> <laughs> just sit here and look. <laughs> <laughs> and she never finished the sentence. Um, okay, so as I said, yeah. So they flip flopped. Um, this, however, was not true. So it wasn't a weather balloon, by the way. Spoiler alert to the end of the story. But no. I'm putting this in here because I think it's important for the whole reason why people were distrusting the military when it came to this incident. It wasn't a weather balloon. Mm. In fact, the true purpose of the crash device was that it was a nuclear, it was used for nuclear test monitoring. So essentially, and I go into it more later, but there was the whole Cold War that was happening. And this device that crashed was being used to monitor the Soviets' nuclear testing and to see when they were testing nuclear. Yes. Weapons. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. Um, but obviously, because it was the Cold War and all of that kind of stuff, they didn't want to put that in the media. So they said it was a weather balloon. So first they say it's a flying saucer. Then they say it's a weather balloon. Then they say it's the nuclear test monitoring. So they've now changed their story three times. Dodgy. Right? Dodge. And this, And that's the thing that breeds people distrusting you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, So the intended effect was achieved and historian Robert Goldberg wrote the story died the next day. At this point, the incident faded from the ufology zeitgeist for more than 30 years. Okay. So essentially the government said it was a weather balloon and released that. And everyone was like, well, fuck, that's boring and forgot about it. Wow. Yeah. How would you? Anyway, that blows my mind. That blows my mind. So now let's go into the resurgence. Mm-hmm. Right? Because obviously we're talking about it today, so everyone clearly didn't forget about it. Oops. 31 years after the crash, the National Esquire, <laughs> that was a weird word to say, reported the original Roswell Daily Record story again, but not the correction, including the weather balloon. So they kind of did one of those like archives, like from this day, however long ago, and showed the Roswell story, but did the original where the military came out saying it was a flying saucer, not the part that the weather balloon was there. Because uh-huh. obviously it's more interesting. Uh-huh. Um, following the republication, theories suggesting that the government's incomplete account had been an attempt to cover up the discovery of an alien spacecraft began to take root. Consequentially, this republication became one came one year after the release of Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. A great film, by the way. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Sorry about that. I'll show it to you one day. Please do. A film about government conspiracy covering up alien visits to Earth. Yes. (laughs) The year of release, 750 sightings were officially documented in the UK by the Ministry of Defence UFO Desk, the highest figure on record. Wow. So essentially what's that saying, what that's saying is that Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out. It was hugely successful. And it is about the government covering up this, these alien encounters that are happening on the earth. And people's minds are kind of being opened up to that concept. And so something like Roswell starts to kind of be like, oh, that could be a cover up. That could be a conspiracy. That could be something 
that you're lying to us about and people are seeing ufos and like they're just more open-minded to the concept of it yeah does that make sense yeah yeah Um, So, in 1978, nuclear physicist and author Stanton Friedman interviewed the only person known to have accompanied the Roswell debris from where it was recovered to Fort Worth, our old pal Jesse Marcel, Uh the guy that had the picture taken. So, Friedman's interest in the crash sparked the interest of others in the ufology community and would lead to the Roswell UFO incident going from being all but forgotten to being perhaps the most famous UFO case of all time. Wow. Yeah. How do I, and even then, still have never heard of this? It's very American, I suppose. Like, I, I don't know. Depends. Are you into aliens? Bada bing, bada boom. Casually. Casually. I'm casually into aliens. Yeah. I dabble. Dabble. I dabble. Dabble mm. on a good day. Yeah, I dabble on a good day. I'm not like hardcore, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but like I'll vibe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, fair. So the first conspiracy novel written on Roswell was titled The Roswell Incident and was written by Charles Belitz and William Leonard Moore. In it, they report on the initial theory surrounding what happened that night, stating that an alien craft was flying over Roswell, New Mexico when it was struck by lightning and crashed, killing the aliens inside. Once found, a military cover-up ensued. The authors claimed to interview over 90 witnesses from the night and Friedman himself contributed to the book. So that was the previous scientist man who interviewed Jesse Marcel. Yes. Um, In it, Marcel, Jesse Marcel, describes the material of the balloon as being nothing made on this earth. There are also accounts from Mark Brazel's son, Mac Brazel's son, Bill. So that was the guy who initially found the crash. Yep their neighbour Floyd Proctor, and the son of the reporter who initially interviewed Mac Brazel, Walt Whitman Jr., suggesting that the material Marcel recovered had super strength not associated with weather balloons. Really? Yeah. So this all also has is happening before the military has come out talking about the nuclear testing. Surveillance. So those materials that they found weren't cooperative with a weather balloon because it wasn't a weather balloon yeah but they weren't hadn't come out saying that it was the nuclear missile testing type thing yet so people were like that's definitely not a weather balloon the military was like but it is and they were like we believe it's an alien but it's not but it wasn't so that they are correct like all these witnesses are correct in the fact that they're saying it wasn't a weather balloon those weren't materials used in a weather balloon they're correct in that sense I so always, I always find these things really, really strange where people that don't know each other, have never met, all say the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, that that's kind of like, okay, well, the, the story from each person fully adds up. So, like, something has something to be going happened. If that many people are saying that it was a funny material that just didn't look man-made, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, like, it's you've, you've got to, like, be like, okay, yeah, come on now. Let's, yeah. Why, why do governments hide shit like that? Like, if your government found a sick-ass alien spacecraft, why wouldn't they want us all to know? Why? Because it would be anarchy? Everyone would flip out? I think so. I think people would both flip out and also, like, there would be a secrecy element to it. So, for example, this all happened during the Cold War. Mm. So there was a constant war happening between Russia and the U.S., so anything that the U.S. publicly stated, the military publicly put out, any spy in the U.S. from the Soviet Union would be able to see it in the newspaper and then they could report back to Russia yeah. and tell them what was happening. So if you tell everybody, and let's just say, who knows, like this is what my perception of government is, but if you tell everybody and then they maybe the alien spacecraft has a material on it that's like the strongest material in the world does it belong to the u.s are other countries going to want it blah 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 blah. do you know what i mean like yeah i totally agree but also i want to see a goddamn alien spacecraft why are you being so greedy become the president keeping it to yourself become the president i don't know the prime minister although like i don't really know if our prime minister gets privileges to the aliens it's alien privileges. <laughs> I don't know if ScoMo gets alien privileges. I can't imagine it. Also, he's a bit of a dickhead. Yeah, I can't imagine I they'd really let can't him. Handle I reckon Scomo. everyone would else would be like, nah, I reckon we shouldn't let this dude see the aliens. We vote against it. Yeah. <laughs> Blindfold. <laughs> they're, they're handling the situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, where am I? Good question. So the book also accused the military of replacing debris from the crash 
with that from a weather balloon as part of the cover-up. So they took some parts of the crash away and put weather balloon parts on the debris to make it look like as though, yeah. But that's a claim. There's not really any evidence that that actually happened. Right. Um, The military's case was not helped by the fact that at the time of the crash, they had stopped press from being at the scene as to counteract the growing hysteria towards flying saucers. So they closed off the area. The book also introduced the secondhand stories of civil engineers Barney Barnett and a group of archaeology students from an unidentified university seeing alien wreckage and bodies while in the desert. The accounts in the Roswell incident were the leading theories until the late 1980s when other authors started producing rival accounts. Questions? Comments? Wait, so people were seeing aliens walking about the desert. Is that what you just said? So they saw... No, no. They saw the crash and they saw alien bodies. How does any, How do you know what an alien body looks like? Does it the aliens human. from The Simpsons? I'm going to assume it didn't look human. That's... I just spelled my D. <laughs> well, like, what is human? What is it to be well, human, I mean, CJ? From most of the... Th- from what i can see i think that like from from most of the accounts they were like kind of small childlike looking humans with really big heads so you wow (laughs) oh i couldn't let that slide you've got to be kidding me are you saying i have a big head no yeah no it's in proportion you're just very small and childlike so So we'll have to talk about that later, I guess. Mm. Yep. Mm. (laughs) Intriguing. (laughs) So the next notable text published on the Roswell incident was UFO Crash at Roswell, which was written by Kevin Randall and Donald Schmidt, published in 1991. Mm -hmm. So this is – now remember that the initial crash happened in 47. The first book that was written came out in 79, and now in 1991 is the second, like, well-regarded novel on the events of the evening. So in it, they added a hundred new witnesses and altered and cleaned up the narrative. The most important new witness was Glenn Dennis, who had called the Unsolved Mysteries hotline in 1989 with descriptions of alien autopsies, which were the first mention of alien corpses being at the Roswell Army Air Base. Oh, why mm-hmm. so someone is saying that there were actual a- alien corpses at that base? Mm-hmm. Why someone that worked there? Apparently. But that could be someone staring shit. It could be. That's the thing with the Roswell incident. That's something I would All do. All of these people could be staring shit. That is something I would do. I'd do that. I would absolutely tell people. That's It'd be so much mean. fun. We'd write a book. <laughs> We'd Speaking of, buy our book on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. To get the Sweet. two of us to sit down for like six months and try and write something cohesive. Nice try. We can barely do a podcast, mate. Bruh. One of us is definitely holding it all together. (laughs) (laughs) Not nice. But true. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Sob. Our old friend Stanton Friedman jumped on the trend in 1992 and released Crash at Corona, co-authored by Don Berliner, which doubled the number of flying saucers to two and the number of aliens to eight, two of which were said to have survived and been taken prisoner by the US government. Fucking Americans, man. Every time. (laughs) Every time something fun happens, they've got to, they've got to ruin it. Mm-hmm. So two more books would be published after this. The Truth About the UFO Crash at Roswell in 1994 uh-huh. by, yet again, Randall and Schmidt. Which, oh, yeah, Randall. Who wrote this, the second book. And The the Day After Roswell by Lieutenant Colonel, Colonel Philip J. Corso, both with more and different accounts of the events of that night. Isn't it Colonel? It could be. So The Day After Roswell is an autobiography or a biography okay. of this guy who was at Roswell. Someone's Some watching Pride and Prejudice. Yes, Someone's watching, watching Pride and Prejudice. Prejudice. <laughs> How did you know that? That is like one of my favourite movies. I watched it on Sunday. Oh, Daddy. After you ditched me. I did not ditch you. Did you. Ditch you. What day was Saturday? We were going to go to Kuju Bay. You ditched me. So I ordered Messina for myself. Oh, you're so dramatic. And then I watched Pride and Prejudice and watched her billow on the cliff. Oh, yeah. I do love that scene. It is top notch. (laughs) And her dress is all flowing in the breeze. So angelic. Mm -hmm. It it is. Back to the podcast, mate. I want to... Mate, you can't halt our friendship issues (laughs) just because we're in the middle of recording a podcast. We absolutely can. It's wildly uh, unprofessional. 
So with so many different accounts from eyewitnesses being thrown about, a rift developed within the ufology community with the two major bodies, the Center for UFO Studies, otherwise known as QFOS, QFOS. and the Mutual UFO Network, known as MUFON, disagreeing. <laughs> so these two bodies disagreed. Yes. Several conferences were held to try to resolve the arguments with one specific issue under discussion being where Barnett was when he saw the alien craft. Yes. Um, Don Schmidt held that variations in the narrative didn't affect the legitimacy of the story, stating, we know Jesus Christ was crucified, we just don't know where. So that's his analogy. No comment. I mean, do we know that Jesus Christ was crucified? <laughs> How do we know that he wasn't just a political agitator? Apparently he was a real person. Oh, no, I'm not, I don't doubt that, but I fully think that I think that Jesus totally would have been a real person. <laughs> We're getting into religion and that's really risky for us. Just... Because we have controversial opinions. Maybe not our Lord and Saviour. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a political agitator. Someone's going to come stone you. <laughs> look, I mean, people, if you... if Okay, look, man. If people out there think... That Jesus did all these things. Slow and then, down. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Keep Calm me out. Down. That's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> but I, I should be she able... She stares at the ceiling. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but I should be able to disagree. What kind of world is that where I can't disagree with Jeebus feeding people <laughs> lots of fish? <laughs> well... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the... Oh, my mouth was full of tea. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. You I don't bitch. take anything back. <laughs> um, I agree with all of Skylar's sentiments. Um, okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, and um, you were looking at me like, oh, we're in trouble. But you agree with me. We're in trouble, but I will go down with you. Thanks, In the same mate. way that you're coming down with me. I like it. I like that. Yeah. It's a mood. Alrighty. So where was I? Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ is crucified. Jesus Christ, Christ our Lord Jesus and Savior. Jesus our Lord and Savior. Have you heard of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior? <laughs> Have you heard about Jesus? <laughs> Have you heard the good words? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Don't we need to stop. I think we're on the cusp of offending someone. <laughs> <laughs> on the cusp. <laughs> so one thing that did affect the legitimacy of the ufology theories from the Roswell incident, however, were the witness accounts. Mm. Whilst 90 people claimed to have been interviewed for the original text, the Roswell incident, only 25 testimonies appeared in the book and only seven of those had actually seen the debris themselves. The rest were repeating the claims of others. Okay. As for the accounts of those who had claimed to have seen actual aliens, there were credibility problems with witnesses making false claims or multiple contradictory accounts. Only four people supposedly had first-hand accounts of seeing aliens at the Roswell base. Frank Kaufman, Jim Ragsdale, Lieutenant Col- or Col- Cor- Colonel yeah, well Albert done. Lovejoy, Duran, and Gerald Anderson, and all of them had serious credibility issues. For one, all of the accounts came minimum 31 years after the event in question. Mm-hmm. Not only are memories this old suspicious to be completely accurate, but they also could have been subject to contamination from other witnesses. Jesse Marcel himself changed his story multiple times, and since he was the first witness that came forward and sparked interest in this story... <sighs> <laughs> if, and we are back, ladies if, uh, if my mother listens to any of these, just know that... You've ruined everything. I'm going to harm you. Oh. And. More than you already have. <laughs> Good one, Karen. Back, yeah. <laughs> Good one, Karen. Do you do that a lot? Like, <laughs> that was hilarious. Constantly. Okay. Where were we? So, um. Um, I'm just going to go from here. So Jesse Marcel himself changed his story multiple times. Yep. And since he was the first witness that came forward and sparked interest in this story, it cast serious doubt on the rest of the accounts. Skeptics also argued that Marcel had a reputation of exaggerating and embellishing, having claimed in the past that he had been a pilot and was awarded five air medals for shooting down enemy planes, all of which turned out to be false. Oh, my God. Dirty dog. See, this story is falling apart. It is. 
See, hmm, I call How bullshit. Does that make you feel? It's making me feel like I call bullshit on this whole thing, and like my excitement is slowly going down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Roswell UFO <laughs> incident. Literally, I so it's, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. Everyone's if, a bullshit artist. If you remember, I did the second sentence I've said about this situation was that it was deemed both the most widely witnessed and most widely debunked of all UFO experiences. So yeah. I do warn you, to be fair. This is actually really upsetting me. I I'm feel I am sad. Oh, as you should be. Yeah. Okay. So the Air Force response. In response to the reignited interest in the Roswell incident, the General Accounting Office launched an inquiry and directed the Office of the United States Secretary of the Air Force to conduct an internal investigation. The result was summarized in two reports, the first being released in 1994. It stated that the debris was likely from Project Mogul, which was a military surveillance program employing high-altitude balloon devices. The devices were designed to float furtively over the USSR, detecting sound waves at a stealth distance, the goal being that they would be able to monitor the Soviet government's attempts at testing their own atomic bomb. The second was released in 1997 and concluded that the reports of alien bodies were confused individuals who had witnessed anthropomorphic dummies and believed hoaxes. Yeah, I, I backed that. Yeah? Yeah. You still feeling sad? Yeah, I'm still feeling pretty bummed, not gonna lie. Well, we're about to get fun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck it. Don't say that and look at me like that. We're about to get pretty frisky. Don't. Oh, you get frisky. I'm going to get them. Frisky. Frisky. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. So, one of the more wacky theories oh, yeah. reported in Area 51, an uncensored, uncensored history of America's top secret military base, uh-huh. is that the program had been created by Nazi concentration camp doctor Josef Mengele and was an unconventional (laughs) plan to induce widespread panic implemented by the Soviet Union. According to an unnamed source, convenient, adolescent children were deformed by the Soviets to resemble aliens and then deployed in an aircraft to fly over New Mexico. That's very specific, have to say. And that's like, uh, nah. Whoever came up, if it's true, whoever came up with that that idea and presented it at a boardroom meeting... I have to say, it's like big very. I have to say, it's ridiculous, but like I have, like I'm oddly impressed with the creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, if they really did pull that out of their ass and were like, I know how we can beat the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> like that is impressive, and it kind of worked. So yeah, I mean, a little bit. If, if you did it on purpose, but if you didn't, then um, solid then I effort. suppose you've got nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so nothing to do with Whatever. So, although there is literally no evidence that a UFO crashed near Roswell, New Mexico, believers firmly hold onto that account, stating that the truth has been concealed as a result of an elaborate government cover-up. Skeptic Charles Ziegler identified six different narratives and a process of transmission via storytellers with a core story that was created from various witness accounts and was then shaped and moulded by those within the ufology community. Mm-hmm. In 1995, film footage was released by London-based video entrepreneur Ray Santilli, which supposedly showed an alien autopsy. It was claimed that the footage had been taken by a US military official shortly after the Roswell incident and soon caused an international sensation. In 2006, however, Santilli admitted that most of the film was a reconstruction, but pledged that it was based on genuine footage that was now conveniently lost. Yeah, again, no. Yeah. Bullshit. In the spring of 2012, videographers Adam Dew and Joseph Beeson came into possession of a set of slides which showed a small brown withered body inside what appeared to be a glass case. The slides had been found by Beeson's sister who had been hired to dispose of an elderly woman's possessions whilst she was on her deathbed. Beeson contacted Tom Carey, who instantly recognised the black botches on the alien's body to be bites from the Jerusalem cricket, otherwise known as Child of Earth. So Tom Carey was one of the authors of one of those um, books. Um, you may be asking why this is so significant. Are you asking that, Skylar? I am. Yes. Yeah, well, I am now. Well, the daughter of one of the firefighters who had been called to the scene of the crash back in 1947, Dan Dwyer, mm-hmm. had said that her father witnessed three aliens at the crash site, and when she pressed him to describe them, all he would say was child of Earth. That's really creepy. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, um, 
the the I can't sleep shit from oh, last no, week. The I can't sleep is more. I couldn't than that. sleep or something I like that. Sleep. Oh my god, Skylar and I went out like <clears throat> after that, and like we would just whisper it at each other. Yeah, and instantly. Deform. It was really upsetting. It I was did. not great. I didn't enjoy that. No, I can't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Yeah, no, that's really. F- I don't know why that was the worst part. It of was that story. really creepy. Yeah, like someone ke- murdered four people, but. Scariest part. If anyone doesn't understand what we're talking about, please go listen to the previous podcast and then you can get amongst it. Plug, 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 plug. What does that mean? Great job. Very proud of you. You were plugging the last episode. Oh. I know podcast lingo. Hell yeah. It's not podcast lingo, it's marketing lingo, but it's fine. What do I fucking know, man? So, with Tom Carey now on board... The trio took the slides to professors, color experts, and animators. They consulted with people from the Kodak headquarters in Rochester, New York, who confirmed that the slides were real and had not been tampered with and could be dated to have been made between 1945 and 1950, right in the period when the Roswell crash had happened. You don't look very impressed. Hmm. Oh, you look pretty sus. Hmm. She's frowning like a frog. I do look like a frog. Like a frog or a Frenchman. They tracked down a Ale- <laughs> I can say that because I'm French. Don't yell at me. <laughs> they tracked down Elisa Benavides, Benavides, who was an Air Force veteran who claimed to have seen the aliens. After looking at the slides, he stated, that's what I saw in 1947. In early 2015, they signed an agreement to show the slides at Be Witness, a grand slide revealing event in Mexico City. The slides were taken to Mexico's National Forensic Institute, where researchers found 20 anomalies in the figure's body that they said made it different from a human's. Extra large head, four sets of ribs instead of ten, the position of the eyes, and the fact that it lacked a pelvis. On the 5th of May 2015, Cinco de Mayo, nearly 7,000 people paid between $20 and $86 to attend Be Witness and see the slides. Oh, I so would have gone, to be fair. I would have gone, absolutely. Absolutely. So three days after the event, a member of the Roswell Slides Research Group deciphered the previously ineligible plaque to read mummified body of two-year-old boy. So there was a plaque that was, like, ineligible, so they couldn't read it in the picture. Mm. But then someone has deciphered it, and it says mummified body of two-year-old boy. Oh. The body was discovered in 1896 near Montezuma Castle, a series of cave dwellings cut into the Arizona cliffs. The records included evidence that the child was Native American and the mummy was traced back to the Chapin Mesa Archaeological Museum in Mesa Verde, Colorado. The museum confirmed that the child's body had been on display for years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those dodgy bastards. Yeah, well, I don't think, I don't know if they knew or not. There was, in the articles that I read, there was speculation that they had purposefully blurred it so that it wasn't legible and yeah. so that you couldn't see that it was in a muse- clearly from a museum and all this kind of stuff, but I don't know. This, like, whole thing is just like, okay, well, nothing about this is magical. No, not at all. <sighs> Welcome to the world of ufology. <laughs> I'm really depressed about this, actually. So the incident has remained a defining feature in the town of Roswell's identity, with it boasting a UFO museum and research centre, a flying saucer-inspired McDonald's. Shock. Alien-themed streetlights. Oh, my God. Even an extraterrestrial family stranded in a broken-down UFO on the side of State Route 285 looking for a jump start. That would freak me out. How much fun is that? I don't like that. I want to go. <laughs> How much fun is Sounds that? Sounds like a good fucking time. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Does it make some fun? How fun does it I quite sound? like the uh, alien-themed streetlights. I, I vibe that. That's cool. That's the tits. Because of the huge notoriety surrounding the Roswell incident, each year on the anniversary of the story, thousands of enthusiasts embrace all things alien and paranormal at a UFO festival. There, they can dissect mock alien bodies and partake in scientific experiments. In 2017, over 38,000 people travelled to Roswell, New Mexico. Do you want to do it? One yes. day? Like after yeah, we the- should do a full road trip where we do, like, the Area 51. Oh, what happened to Roswell. Storm Area 51? I was really into that. I think a couple people did it. But yeah, it was kind of like-, like Coney, where they got really hyped, but it was too far away from the actual event. Most people, like... They should have gotten everyone hyped and then done it the next day. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like that was a real bummer. I was really excited for that. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, some people did it, but then they had, like, guns shoved in their face, which is, like, you know, fair enough. I personally think that if Still there Mary are 51, any... they can't stop us all. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was it was actually kind of a good time to be fair. <laughs> it was oh. such a good time so to be fair like i personally my perspective on area 51 is that if there are alien technologies and aliens somewhere there's no fucking way that they're in area 51 no it's the most famous alien base in the world why would they keep the shit there Literally, dumb fucks like us wanted to storm the fucking base <laughs> because we thought there were aliens in there and they can't stop all of us. <laughs> and like, there's just literally, there's Dude, no way that it. they would have If we the get all of the people powered together, they can't stop us all. <laughs> <laughs> they and then there was can't. the Facebook group with like <laughs> the Australians and they were like, we'll swim. <laughs> <laughs> but like, think about time. it. Like, think about it. They, they really, they can't stop us If all. they have machine guns, they can. No, not all of us. They probably could. Not all of us. Look, you go. <laughs> see what happens. You go. Report back. Try and organize. So you're not in this with me then. Oh, I'm always with it in... In oh, spirit. Just... I just don't think it's a great idea. Just don't get edgy with the government, bro. Especially the US government. They're trigger happy, man. But they're so spicy. Yeah, but they'll kill you. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like a dad. Yeah, I like that. I like a dad. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. We all have our kinks. It's okay. We don't kink shame here. Not at all. Never. Um, but yeah, so that's my personal, like, I'm sure that I'll do an episode of Ari- on Area 51 soon. And I promise I'm doing the next one. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. No, everyone, sure. seriously, I would like to pledge um, that I, Skylar... Beep, beep, beep. Um, we'll do a podcast next week. I promise. Really? Yeah, I swear to God. Really, really. I swear to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. All right. Only because you swore on our Lord and Savior. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Um. All right. Shall we head into sources? Oh fucking oath. The Roswell UFO incident. Wikipedia page. It's always number one, baby. Baby. Um, what really happened at Roswell? I don't know, man. By Adam Yenos for history.com. Uh-huh. The curious case of the alien in the photo and the mystery that took years to solve. By Les Carpenter for The Guardian. Fuck yeah, Les. The Roswell incident, how UFO sightings sparked 70 years of conspiracy theories for mm-hmm. the week. And just UFO story, which can be found... On the Roswell, New Mexico government website. Of course they have the UFO story. It's kind of a vibe. So now, dear listeners, I would like to introduce our ending segment to cheer those up who may, for example, if we do a murder story um, and people need cheering up before they go to bed. Who do you want to have sex with this week, Skylar? Who has tickled your pickle this ah, week? Ah, like And they could have tickled your pickle consistently throughout time, but this week specifically, just um, feeling pretty I didn't. I didn't answer this question last week, did I? No. Okay. Uh, I think I would have to say, and this person has tickled my pickle for a while now. Ooh. Um, Saucy. <laughs> but it'll I'm have excited. to be... Um, uh what's his face from uh from yellowstone kevin kevin costner <gasps> oh, oh daddy absolutely oh, like oh. him yesterday today and tomorrow all of the times i reckon he'd be able to do it too i he reckon like he's got stamina i would throw him i would throw old kevin costner oh a root. I would. fuck yeah yeah i agree he is ridiculously good looking it's just I'll it's give not you a fair. Solid 10 out of 10 for that one. Thank that was, you very that was much. A good one. Um, what about you, man? Well, only because it just. Please don't recently... say another politician. No, I won't. Don't worry. I'm going to steer clear. I'm trying to be uncontroversial this episode, yeah, if you thank hadn't you. noticed. Oh, yeah. Um, this... <laughs> only because we just saw the boy on TikTok. <sighs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like we're not talking about the same person because I think you're going to get mad at me when I say it. It's not the one who tore the box open, is it? Oh, no, it's not Chris Evans, but oof, Daddy. Oof, I wish. Wait, it was a that... tree trunk. It was a tree trunk. He tore something open with his hands. It was hands a tree trunk. He tore care. a trunk of a tree. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. Um, not him. I'm talking about Freddy from iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He no, not, was. Not Captain America. Freddy from iCarly. He was my sexual... I can't say awakening because I got awakened pretty young, but he was <laughs> real fucking, he, like, he, halfway through the show, dude, and you don't get this because I have a feeling you never watched it. I never watched halfway it. Halfway through the show, he just got mad buff 
And it Many, was like, I, nah, you're wrong. Such a, I need to show you. No, you don't. No, I do. I'm just going to, let me just um, tippity type away. See, I'm telling you now, mate, he's not hot. Look at him. He's not, look, I'm looking. Look at him. No, like just no on so many levels. He no. got mad fucking hot, bro. No, it's all bad. He honestly did. And no. he was such a vibe. He was like a tech bro. Look at that. No. Look at that. Man. Look at this. No. Are you kidding me? He's not hot. He's fucking gorgeous. He's so girly. I oh, can't. he's so hot. <sighs> anyway. I just puked in my own mouth. So him. Look at that. No. Oh. He's, no. Delicious. Your taste in men is atrocious. Your taste in men is atrocious. Hey. Fuck you. Don't dish, diss me for my childhood crush. Oh, God. I dare you. There's a level of nostalgia that I pair with Freddie from iCarly, who I don't know the real name of. But Freddie from iCarly, I have a level of nostalgia with him. I think mine's never better than away. yours. Wow. Kevin Costner. Didn't realize this Sir, was a competition. It is. Let's every week we're going to make it a competition. <laughs> who, Actually, that makes it fun. Yeah. So it's mine's true. 10 out of 10. I would say just so I don't hurt your feelings, yours is like 9 out of 10. Maybe. Nine out of ten. Maybe. You just said he was, like, disgusting. And he fucking is, but I don't want you to beat the shit out of me oh. when this is over. <laughs> I won't. You have to give your honest rating. It's going to be, like, a zero. No, negative. I would say three. Fine. Which I feel like isn't that bad, considering my reaction. So that means that every week we have to think of someone that makes us horny, but also makes the other person horny. Yes, that's very difficult. We have very different tastes in men, I think. <laughs> you do tend to like an aged flavour. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. To be fair, I'd fucking oof. <laughs> Say it. Oof. Leave me alone in a room with him for two minutes. We'd both be changed for life. <laughs> two minutes? We'd both be changed for life. That's all it takes, honey. <laughs> but they, he would lock the door from the inside because he wouldn't want to leave. <laughs> he you would fucking not. you heard me you're a freak hey <sighs> anyway <laughs> uh thank you everyone for listening to our podcast thank today. you so much yeah, that was you. our first alieny one thank you to all the jeffs for listening even though not many jeffs i don't think we've got more than we did previously well hopefully every episode the lo- lo- lowest amount of listens that we have is four listens that is like which s- is more than zero <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, well, we've made progress in, like, the three weeks we've been doing this. <laughs> I'm not even, like, sad about it. Um, I well, think it's been a month. No, we've it has done been. four episodes. We've done four. <gasps> oh, my God. Happy anniversary. Oh, my God. We're, like, 12 years. Happy one month anniversary. We need to get friendship bracelets from Diva. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a visceral reaction. Um, we can make each other. I feel like that's more appropriate. Okay, that's we can... super special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super special. Okay, stop. Oh, she jumped you. Oh, my God, are we besties? What, what a loser. Are we besties? <laughs> are we best of friends? <laughs> I hated that. Are we best of friends? Yeah, righto. Are we best of friends? Stop <laughs> looking at me like that. Okay, I'm now going to formally um go Sign, and make it off. so that Skylar shits herself. Oh, fuck it. Okay, I love you guys. Um, We're going to watch a horror movie. Oh. Whoopity, whoopity. Okay, I love you. Bye. Bye.